Welcome to Arch Rivals Football Season 4. Sponsored by Raz Energy, Steiner Sports, and Super Draft Pro. Here is your starting lineup for Season 4. Number 20, Darnell, the Playmaker Salads. Number 96, Alex, the Bear Man, Alcazaz. And number 69, Ricky, the Master of Mayhem, Litwinkowicz. Kickoff is starting in Five, four, three, two, one. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, how y'all doing? Welcome to Arch Rivals Football tonight. Week seven is in the books. We're going to preview Thursday Night Football, and we got some other stuff to get into. But for the pleasantries, y'all know me out here in Jonathan before. The playmaker down in silence here. Yo, host. The man does, do that, does it all right now at this point in time. And with my co-host out there in the big studs, so happy his quarterback is back in the, the Dallas Cowboys. Let's keep on winning, keep on winning. They won the only the bear man, Alex Alcazar. How you doing? My my quarterback. Your quarterback. <laughs> your quarterback. Yeah, well, you know what? I'm pretty sure that once we get to that game, uh, you're gonna be rolling your eyes. But you know what? Fine. It's his first game back. You already starting with the foolishness already. God damn. Why? Why? Why are you starting with the foolishness already? He just got back. He just got back. No, no, no I'm not. No, I'm not correct. No, no, no it's not going to be about Dak. Not, not anything negative, at least. Okay. Neg I know Dak, Dak did look rusty, but uh, we can't say he looked extremely rusty because the numbers, the completion numbers, kind of says the. Kind of begs otherwise, but we'll get we'll cross that bridge when we get to it, right? We will cross that bridge when we get there. And thanks for you who tuning who's tuning in either on the Playmakers Bar page or Arch Roberts page or the Pipe Bomb page, whether it's on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, it doesn't matter. We thank you for tuning in. And if you need to say anything, go ahead and say it in the chat and we'll see it. But let's go ahead and get it started because uh we got some stuff to get into it. So little time there, man. Uh let me see. Oh, that's the wrong week. I think you got the wrong. Yeah, I was like, wait, that's are we back the in time? Week. That's the wrong week. <laughs> well, well, well. Yeah, that's the wrong week. I have the wrong week up here. Technical difficulties on my part. I mean, I'm the excited wrestling fan because the Twisted Sister is back, baby. Not the Twisted oh. Yeah, she is. She's, she's hey, crazy hey, again. Hey, she's the Twisted hey, Sister. Hey, look. I ain't even watch none of this on Friday or Monday. Don't give no, don't give nothing away. Don't give nothing away. But since I don't have the correct week like that, well, I got the game. Me. I got the games in front of me. I got that one in front of me. That's what happened when you. So when you want, you, you want me to lead the dance, right? You're gonna have to. Um, exactly All right. Look them up. Well, we're gonna start off with Baltimore and Cleveland. Uh, well, unfortunately, another day for the Browns. Uh, somewhat a promising start, and it all goes downhill. That that that's usually been the case for both Baltimore and Cleveland. But uh, today, uh, uh, Baltimore put out a close win for once in their damn life. Good job, 
Lamar Jackson. Good job. Gus Edwards. Uh, I'm not sure if Lamar Jackson really deserves to be told good job. They they got the W. That's all that matters. Yeah, but nine, uh, nine for 16, 120 yards, zero touchdowns. Uh, you know, both quarterbacks had no touchdowns. Only my sister can be happy that her team got their ass whooped because they helped her in fantasy. Yeah, as far as fantasy goes, I've given up. Yeah, I, I've lost. Because one Joe, Joey Burrow, Jamar Chase, and Tyler Boyd, as Michael Irvin called it, the BBC, put the beating on the Atlanta Falcons by the final score 35-17. And we Joe Burrow through, through over 400 yards. He went through five yards, three touchdowns. I mean, you didn't look at it. Tyler Boyd, 60-yard touchdown catch. And the Bengals, you know, all of a sudden, uh, they, had a, they had a fun day. 481 yards for Joe B. They were smoking the secondary of the Atlanta Hawks. We both two, two players, two players with over 120 receiving yards. And smoking, smoking, smoking. And then we come here to the good old city of Jacksonville, Florida, because it was a one a one yard stock, Bear Man, that kept the Giants rolling. One yard kept the Giants rolling. Not only that, Saquon Barkley running all over the place. <laughs> Giants moved to six and one with a 17-23 win over the Jacksonville Jaguars. We got more news on the Jaguars, but that'll be a little bit later on. But oh my God, Saquon Barker, 24 carries, 110 yards. Travis Daniel Jones, 11 carries, 107 yards. Travis Etienne, 14 carries, 114 yards on a touchdown, and a crucial fumble that helped spark the comeback for the Giants. You had one job, Jacksonville. One job. You didn't even pick them to win. So I ain't gonna tell them they have one job. You pick the Giants. Yeah, now the Giants are six and one. They've only lost to Dallas. Speaking of the Cowboys, return of the deck. Return of the deck. Return of the deck. That Prescott made his return against the Detroit Lions. And that damn defense. That damn defense. Won the game again. Supposedly if you're gonna tell, if you're gonna tell me, I, I, I am, not, I have no right to once again get on the, uh, get on Kellamore for the play calling. Forget it, because if you watch the game, you know exactly. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna get on Kellamore again. Okay, it's ten to six, and then the offense finally clicks. You know, uh, 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 near the end of the game. Okay, let me make one thing clear. Detroit came in with the worst defense, but that Detroit defense played well. They got they were exhausted when Dallas scored those two late touchdowns, let me tell you. And Detroit, unfortunately, was just so unlucky. I mean, those five turnovers tell a story, but you remember that one play where the tight end was this close from getting in and apparently, unfortunately, Dan Campbell, who really does sound like Hulk Hogan, didn't challenge the play. Mm-hmm. If any team should be sad, it should be the Cowboys, because I do recall it was the Detroit Lions who came off the bye week after Dallas Cowboys, correct? It was what? The Detroit Lions had the bye week after Dallas Cowboys. 
Oh, Bull. I mean, Detroit, no, Detroit, very unlucky. I mean, that fumble at the one yard line, <laughs> that's really what killed Detroit. You know what I'm saying, though? Detroit had a bye week, so they came in fresh. Now, yeah, well. Despite not having DeAndre Smith and DJ Charles. Losing a Monroe St. Brown to a concussion. But hey, it happens. And that, then. That play calling is still atrocious. Let's take the flight from Arlington, Texas, to Nashville, Tennessee, going from one country town to another because it was the Tennessee Titans hosting the Indianapolis Colts. In the, in the suite of the Colts is commenced because 1910, the Tennessee Titans sweep the Indianapolis Colts, go to 4 and 2, dropping the Colts to 3 and 3 and 1. And uh, we got some breaking news on that, but we'll get to that. Mm -hmm. when we get to that. Yeah, we'll get to that. And I'm sure you'll want me to do the honors, right? Another thing we're gonna to get to later on. Um, well, speaking of the Colts, I, I think uh, should we rule out as should we rule Jonathan Taylor is a fantasy draft bust? I don't, know. I don't think so. Speaking of speaking of some things that we gonna talk about a little later on, uh, I'm just gonna I'm just I'm just gonna say the city there, man, and you gonna take it from there. Land over. You broke up, buddy. Maryland. <laughs> oh, the Washington Commanders. I so, I, well, before we get to that, I, I got to ask. So, I guess, so the Packers truly do officially absolutely suck, don't they? <sighs> I have nothing to say. <laughs> I mean, I'm looking at the Packers. Okay, let's see. One, two, three straight losses. Well, they were three and one, weren't they? Now they're three and four. A three-game losing streak. And in that in that particular in in, in this uh, particular streak, these losses. They didn't start out bad for Green Bay because, if I'm correct, Green Bay was actually winning uh, early on in those games. Well, I mean, not so much against the Jets, but against the against the Giants and the Commanders, uh, the Packers were ahead, and that quickly went away. Yes, yeah, going from one seal of disappointment to another seal of disappointment. Charlotte, North Carolina. <laughs> I think the is the drop the highlight of this. How many how many fantasy points do you think that that would have cost uh, fantasy players? That that drop mm, that one that's a, that's one that's that's sticking in your car right there. That that one is you can't let that one go. That one yeah. Gotta make the catch. Twenty-one to three, the Panthers win. They didn't have. They didn't have Christian McCaffrey. They, they, they even have Baker Mayfield or Sam Darnold, PJ freaking Walker. Oh my gosh! But Deontay Foreman, now he really, uh, well, he he kind of uh, he gave he gave his uh, he gave the statement. The guy from Texas. 
Still, it's just, oh my gosh. What? Well, I don't have the words. I don't have the words. I just don't have the words. All right. Uh, well, I, I, I think this is something we got to ask our boy, uh, Mr. Dre Day, about. Mr. Dre Day and Mr. Nicholas Russell. Yes. Sorry, gentlemen, but if you guys happen to be listening, I mean, you know, this at the end of the day, I just need to hear God's honest, true thoughts, you know, in a journalism perspective. Where's John Misak? Okay, if you, if everybody's still picking on John about what he's supposed to do, lay off. Leave the guy alone. He, he still didn't give me my video. Well, he'll get there. He was hanging out with family. All right. Let's let him have his fun. And besides, okay, Russell Wilson didn't even play. Now, I know the deal's a, a deal, but still. He's supposed to have a video for tonight's show. He's decking me. He's decking me. There's them Jets. Just like Ricky said, was going to go to the mile high and fly high over them Broncos. But they did take a huge loss. All right, so let's see. It's interesting. So Russell Wilson doesn't play, but all of a sudden Jerry Judy, all of a sudden big emerged. Seven catches for ninety six yards. Uh, I'm gonna get to the losing part for the Jets later on. Right? Well, the Jets have a bit of a situation. That wide receiver, Carter, I think wants out. Of, no, I don't. Not Carter. Uh, other player, Eli, uh, wants out. Wants Elijah a trade. Wants a trade. Elijah Wilson, Wilson. Yeah. Who's back with the team now? The, the Jets are five and two. All right, Bear man. Yo, Las Vegas Raiders finally did something right for once this damn season. Uh, okay. My Las Vegas Raiders, where in the blue hell is this coming from? Uh, who do you pick when the OC was? The Las Vegas Raiders, but exactly. but, but my my Raiders, my Raiders. You picked them. I would say the same thing to Ricky if he was there to the book. Yeah, I picked the Raiders. Yeah, well, you know what? You might as well tell Ricky his Jets because he picked the Jets to beat the Broncos. Then you picked the Jets to win the division. Yeah, but still, you know what? You might as well give it to Ricky as well. Like I said, your Raiders finally did something right this damn season that you can actually feel good about. They did something right, yeah. They beat they beat a weak te Houston Texans team. And they gave you a renegade for once. Josh Jacobs ran, ran all over the Texans. Mr. Jacobs. Hey, look at that. Devontae Adams. They catch us 95 yards. Uh, nice to have a bye game. Speaking, speaking of the Raiders, they 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 uh today uh, a deal was announced between the Raiders and the Cowboys. I didn't see that. Yeah. Enlighten us. And trading a defensive tackle, you know, a guy who's been around for a long time. Well, it's some definitely something uh, I didn't expect. I mean, I'd imagine the Cowboys would go after a cornerback after we lost. Uh, after we lost Jordan Lewis, the Cowboys did sign a former Falcons quarterback to the practice squad, who's very likely going to be promoted. The Cowboys got Jonathan Hankins from Las Vegas in exchange for a sixth-round pick for this year, and a 2000. And Dallas actually gets a 2024 seventh-round pick. So Jonathan Hankins has been around for a long time. He was a second-round pick back in 2013. 
drafted by the Giants, you know, bounced around the league for a little bit. They went big boy. They got a big boy. Yeah, the Cowboys kind of bulked up the defense, the defensive line because you know what, the defense has been kind of the center of the center of attention for the Cowboys. So, yeah, so played for the Giants. You know, played four seasons with the New York Giants. Played one season in Indianapolis, and he's been with the Raiders for the past five seasons. So, the Cowboys saying, no, 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 no more renting on this, no more renting on this, no, no, no. Let's see how that works out. Well, 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 you know what? I'd like to see the – here it is, according to CBS, a draft grade. Now, this is a 10-year veteran, so it's always it's always a good idea to get a veteran. I mean, now, his numbers might not have been the best lately, but, hey, a fresh a, a fresh start is always – could always be the best thing to happen to anybody, right? You can say that. Okay, well, so where's the – okay, so, right. but I don't see a grade. All right, look here. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Now, if anybody who caught me on Snowman in the morning this morning, y'all know I put somebody on the hot seat. The reason why I put this, why, the reason why I put this person on the hot seat because uh, he supposed to be the defensive genius that he was when he was with the Rams. But with the other team in L.A., you get your ass whooped by Seattle. <sighs> yeah, I, I got this one wrong big time. I'm just having, you know, a bad season. Fantasy football. Well, fantasy football, I never have good seasons. But as far as the picks go, yeah, this is just a bad, bad. How in the bloody <laughs> blue hell does Geno Smith outperform Justin Herbert? Do you really want to say it was Geno Smith or should we just say it was Kenneth Walker the third? Who I traded actually <laughs> when I fancy football. I actually traded him to Mr. Misak. You dirty. What is wrong with you? Do you not pay attention well, to the sport? Well, John did need a running back, so. And you gave him the guy who ranked for over 150 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah, well, you know what? Because I'm because I'm a good friend. Besides, <laughs> it's fantasy football. Who cares? This is every man and woman for themselves. Now back to Brandon Staley. Um, when Brandon Staley was the defense coordinator for the Rams, right? How was the Rams defense? You tell me, Mister Mister uh, Mister Ramley, talk. I do believe they had the number one defense anyway when he was there as the D coordinator. Yeah. You didn't you couldn't pass on him. You couldn't run on him. It was just hard, okay? How many years he's been the coach for the Chargers? I'll be going on probably what three years? Well, he became the coach while we were in the height of the uh, pandemic, wasn't he? And yet, the Seahawks scored 37 points. Mm-hmm. Now, on top of it, to add injury to insult, not insult to injury, but injury to insult, your top signee from the offseason is done for the season. Damn, that rhymed too, didn't it? Mm-hmm. Keep it up, Mr. Poetry. No more J.C. Jackson. 
Mike Williams is always hurt, and he's hurt now. He's going to be week to week. Did, he, did, did Keenan Allen show up in this game? Did he have a Keenan Allen sighting? Nope. No Keenan Allen sighting. If I tell you, if, if I tell you the numbers, you're going you're, you're gonna to lose your mind. And so, sunshine. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll give them to you, but still, I, I got to warn you. I got to warn everybody else that's going to be watching in the future. If I tell the, if I give the numbers, the playmaker is going to lose his mind. He's going to become just as insane as my alter ego. And yes, just as insane. You can't get more insane than the Bear Man. Not even the Joker. Not even the Joker. The Joker is even scared of him. I like what you're trying to do there, but I don't think you'll worry. You brought up the Joker. Like, nobody no, seriously, the Joker is afraid of the Bear Man. The Joker is like the most insane person I have ever seen in my life. Yeah, so we thought until uh, until an alter ego of mine was born and uh, and it took over as the true master of ring of uh, Matt Mayhem and Chaos. But that's another story for another time. Keenan Allen, two catches for eleven yards. <laughs> yeah, gracious! Even Justin Herbert even had a catch, but for negative eight negative eight yards. But hey, it's a catch, right? Brandon Staley. <laughs> You're fired after this season. You're done. Well, if you're gonna say it, you, you gotta say it either like Donald Trump or Vince McMahon. Or and I'm sorry, no, 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 not Vince McMahon, Mr. McMahon. I say you're fired. You're getting fired. You didn't. It yeah, is over. It is you done. Didn't say it. You when didn't this say it, season right? ends, Brandon Staley, you will be fired. <laughs> the ineptitude of this team with all this damn talent doesn't make no. And it really pisses me off. How many times have we heard people want to see an all-LA Super Bowl? Because the Chargers got the damn team. Seems like the Chargers are just like the Cowboys. They have the talent, they just don't get it done. Don't make no damn sense that I have to deal with this. And I like the Chargers. I love Justin Harper. Everybody knows this. There's no secrets. Yeah, I mean, it's no secret. I mean, hey, you will confirm. Didn't I say that Justin Herbert has the huge potential to be the next superstar of the NFL, or at least one of them, along alongside Mahomes, you know, to name a few? I said Justin Herbert has potential, didn't I? <sighs> Still, look, look, I'll be honest. Now, this is, I'm serious when I say this. I don't want to lose. I don't want to give up on Herbert, but... If he stays – now I'm starting to get the feeling if he stays with the Chargers, th that's what I'm starting to fear. Like, all of a sudden, now we're having second thoughts that he, he the Chargers are not where he should be so we can really see the real Justin Herbert. See, now, I, now I'm going and saying now, now my alter ego is beginning to kick in. Now, now all of a sudden i got to start worrying about Justin Herbert. And then it gets even worse because I won't book the damn 49ers. See, and, and, and Mr. John Misak feels the same way. Uh, look, before we go, I have to say this because John Misak is a man of conviction just like you and me. Mr. Misak said this is not about the rivalry between the Broncos and the Chargers. This is about a basically having a true, unique knowledge and passion for the game. Whoever he plays for, you, you, you recognize the talent and potential when you see it. 
Mr. Misak had high hopes too for, for Mr. Justin Herbert. So it wouldn't be surprising if even John's starting to go crazy. Like I said, and I end up alone with the damn 49ers. And let's be honest, and like I got to remind everybody, John's the Broncos fan too, and he had high hopes for a Chargers player. But again. Hey, and what does Kansas City do when they go to St. Clair? Oh, they come out in the second half and smack the 49ers back to hell. So much for an explosive uh, debut for Mr. McCaffrey. I mean, he did have that one catch. His first catch of the game uh, was pretty cool. But after that, uh, that, that clearly wasn't the case. And, then... and everybody was saying that San Francisco was going to be Super Bowl bound with McCaffrey. And now we see how beat up San Francisco's defense really is. Yeah, except I never really thought San Francisco was really material for the Super Bowl. But, hey, they could, they could still prove me wrong. That was the early games. Bearman over here wanted to lone wolf a night game. And that didn't go. Yeah, that, that certainly did not. Uh, uh, I don't think the Steelers squished the fish. Nope. But you know what? I was happy to go on YouTube and uh, give uh, a bit of a shout out to Tua Tego Viola at Tego Vailoa. You know, speaking of Jeff Wilson, the 49ers, I mean, just, you know, Jeff Wilson's a UNT guy. Same alma mater as me. I'll change the subject. You long with the stillish. Yeah, I did. How did that work out for you? Well, no squish the fish. <laughs> but this was a, I mean. You know, the worst part about this game is. Uh, well, uh, <laughs> there was no point scored in the second half. <laughs> uh <laughs> three interceptions by Kenny Pickett. There was no point scored in the second half. So we went to halftime 16 to 10 and we left the game 16 to 10. What the hell happened in the second half? That nobody couldn't score? Like nobody couldn't score? Like not even a field goal? Like a whole 30 minutes and nobody added points. I don't think they really play football then. Ugh. I can understand the first half. You're trying to find a groove, you're trying to get yourself together and whatnot. And the second half, you make adjustments. <laughs> this, this, this wouldn't even happen in, in a game of Madden, for God's sake. <laughs> I mean, think about it. In, in Madden, in Madden, a second half shutout? I mean, unless, unless you're playing. Unless you're off, unless you, for you, it's all like hard difficulty, and then you know, all of a sudden it changes to rookie mode. Huh. Good to see Tua play. He made it through the game, no concussions. Can I think it made it through the game, no concussions, even though he threw big three picks? So, this is it, right? Mike Tomlin's finally going to have that losing season. I mean, what's their record right now? Two and five. Two and five. Two and five, and he has ten games to go. 
Well, taking a look at the schedule, you know who Pittsburgh has left? Who has next? It ain't. They already got they beat by Buffalo. They already got can't. They beat the Bengals the first meeting. They haven't played the Ravens yet. They still have a meet with. They still have two meetings with the Browns, I believe. Yep. There's some wins in there. There's some wins in there. But there's definitely losses. But like you say, we cross the bridge when we get to it. And Lord knows Ricky should be happy that he's not on the show tonight because what took place last night leaves a lot of questions for me to ask. Should the Cowboys be worried about the Bears? Because they got the Bears on Sunday. So I asked you, so should the should, should should the Cowboys be worried about the Bears or the Patriots just flat out garbage? You tell me, playmaker. The fact that I'm looking at a stat that had Justin Fields as the leading rusher for the Chicago Bears makes me scratch my goddamn head. When has ever a quarterback been the leading rusher against a Bill Belichick team? That's unheard of. Now, if you were to ask when we see running backs you know, be the lead rusher, we've seen Lamar Jackson do that. We've seen Michael Vick do it. But the key is, is uh, against a Bill Belichick team. And the answer is that's something that's considered unheard of, because did it ever happen? Not that I not not, not that I recall. And now Justin and Justin carries. Fields did it. Eighty-two yards on a touchdown. Matt Jones returned. He looked like garbage. Biddy Zappy gets in. Great, fourteen points, and then second half got his ass whooped by the Bears defense. Do we have a quarterback controversy in New England all of a sudden? Well, New England, maybe. Is Bill Belichick losing his team all of a sudden? Because this is unprecedented. Oh, the Patriots just just being that team, no longer good. I mean, it's just... Now, yet again, the three of us all come up with the same goddamn record. There's like no movement whatsoever. Yeah. Ain't going nowhere. Ricky Long Wolf, the Saints on Thursday night. I Long Wolf, the damn 49ers, and Barry Man Long Wolf, the Steelers. <laughs> and then thanks to teams like Washington and Carolina, very surprising L's ticking. So is the Bears defense really that better than we think it is? Yeah, I don't know. But all right, let us take a quick break and then when we come back, we got some news to get into. Pain Train, Pipe Bomb Productions, and the Playmakers blog are now both partnered with Fanatics. Fanatics is now your new home for all fan merchandise from the MLB, the NFL, the NBA, the NHL, MLS, NASCAR, WWE, international soccer leagues, and golf. Check out the links below for everyday deals on fanatics.com. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. And we got some news starting off with... Ah, who saw this one coming? 
this happened yesterday when uh word got up that uh, Bryce Hall tore his ACL against the Denver Broncos. No, well, that's that 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 was the costly uh, thing you were talking about. So what do the Jets do? Hey Jacksonville, how much for James Robinson? A sixth round pick that can turn to a fifth, really? We talking about a guy who was undrafted who ran for a thousand yards. He gets treated like this, really? But hey, James Robinson is with the Jets. Travis Etienne is now on the solo back for the Jaguars. So let's see how this goes with both teams, Bearman. Speaking of seeing how things will go for a certain team, let's go to Indy, Bearman, because uh, somebody be bitched. <laughs> I'm really curious to know Mr. Ricky's on this. They benched Matt Ryan. And a quarterback you know very well is now the starting quarterback for the Indianapolis Colts when you mm -hmm. talk to the people. Mr. Sam Ellinger. Let the people know what you know about Mr. Sam Ellinger. Well, fellow te fellow Texan, just like me, played he played his college ball at the University of Texas. Famously said, we are back after Texas beat Georgia in that Sugar Bowl game, but uh, we all know how that turned out. I don't remember. I think, you know, it's not often long when quarterbacks get to start, but he went to Westlake High School in Texas where he broke various school records that were pre previously held by the likes of Drew Brees and Nick Foles. Yeah. Six-round draft pick into the 2021 NFL Draft, drafted by the Colts. And now he's a starting quarterback. So, this is his chance. Expectations for Sam Ellinger as he takes away three, three-in-one coach. Is it, is it Ellinger or Ellinger? I always forget. Jesus. What are your expectations for him to take over this team? Well, I don't. I, I'm not gonna expect him to carry the team, but no quarterback should ever be in this position. But luckily, the fact that the Colts are in second place, okay, three and three and one, and the Colts this week have the Commanders. So we got Taylor Heineke versus Sam Ellinger. Oh, we're gonna get the Taylor Heineke in a minute. Oh, what a, what a mm -hmm, game. Yeah. What a game to two, two, sto two stories, by the way. And, you know, honestly, I had read your mind. I, I already had them ready, just so you know. I'm glad you read my mind because uh, I believe that is our next topic. Mm-hmm. Look at the goats. Look at them. Do they look happy? <laughs> well, they don't look happy, happy but uh, some would say they're both washed now. They don't look happy to you? They ain't happy? Hmm. No, Tom Brady's just kind of like Tom Brady's just in his uh, whatever phrase, and uh, Aaron Rodgers is just like. I wonder why. Um, looking, looking like he wants to choke slam somebody. So. Through tell, a table. Talk, talk to the people about the man who beat Tom Brady on Sunday. It doesn't seem like he's had the well. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is still putting up the numbers, but the uh, the Green Bay offense, according to my boy Third Down Thursdays, Mister M J Hurley. Offense is a problem for the Packers. 
You know, it's funny. They tell me that here I am angry about the Cowboys' offensive coordinator, you know, being a major problem. And then they're telling me, well, there's teams with more offensive problems of their own, which is true. But, uh, hey, uh, Cowboys, you know, but their, their, their issues should not go unnoticed either. So what about that quarterback that beat Aaron Rodgers on Sunday? What, what's his story like? Oh, uh, well, he's a dude that's all, all honestly, well, always overlooked. And that that's really frustrating. But Taylor Taylor Heineke, you know, played college football at Old Dominion University. You know, originally start, you know, was undrafted in 2015. Started his career in Minnesota, trying to become the backup for who at the time was Teddy Bridgewater, who was the starting quarterback for Minnesota. Well, after all these injuries, you know, after 2016, you know, September 2016, injuries kept bug kept bugging him. But he was eventually on the main roster by November. But he was eventually waived in September of 2017. Was briefly, and I do mean briefly, on the New England Patriots practice squad before somehow, some way, ended up down in Houston. Was there for a bit. Did, did did briefly play, but suffered a concussion, and that was it. And then was in Carolina. And that's where it really took off. Now, in 2019, supposedly his future was basically solidified in Carolina, but that was clearly not, not the case when he was cut in August. Briefly played in, in the XFL until the, uh, you know what, had to ruin everything. Jesus, everybody had to lose their mind. And then eventually ended up with the Washington Commanders because Don, because uh, Mr. Rivera basically remembered him, and he brought him in, and the rest is history. Steve we want to talk about the best moment, don't we? When he was Steve this close, this close, from knocking out the goat from the playoffs, but it didn't Steve, happen. Steve Rawman, I hope you I hope you're celebrating. You six and one on the season, sir. I hope you celebrate. Now for the other side, oh, that quarterback that Tyler Hanneke, I'm gonna be in the playoffs. What about that guy that beat the goat on Sunday? What's his story? Oh, Mr. P.J. Walker. Play college football at Temple University. Well, signed by the Indianapolis Colts in 2017 as an undrafted free agent. Lasted a little bit. Practice, you know, was on the practice squad. And around 2018, you know, stuck around for a little bit. But, you know, he was waived, but eventually brought back on the practice squad and Remain on the practice squad until they released him. Although they they would re-sign him again to another reserve future contract and released again. So it was a back and forth game during his time in Indianapolis. But then he went to the XFL, played uh, for the Houston Roughnecks at the XFL until, of course, that damn pandemic had to ruin everything. Uh, but he too, March twenty fifth, two thousand twenty, found a way and got up to the Carolina Panthers. Where he reunited with his old college football coach, who, as we know, is Matt Rule, who recently, you know, got fired. So when PJ Walker all of a sudden had his chance to play, obviously it's it's it started off a little bit uh, a little bit rough, but sometimes you know what happens, you know, as 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 the playmaker likes likes to say, well, not you, excuse me, as the master of mayhem likes to say, shit happens. But you know what? He was not gifted out. They didn't give up on him, so. They resigned him, you know, in January of this of this year, and now he helped the Panthers upset the Buccaneers, twenty-one to three. 
But that drop by Mike Evans, uh, well, that tells a story. I'm sure Mr. Waldman enjoyed seeing that. That damn drop. That drop is going to haunt Mike Evans for a very long time. Yeah, some people ask me, am I pissed off because Mike Evans was a Texas A&M play? I'm like, well, I don't care. I'm a TCU guy. I don't care. I'm not. I'm a U. I'm a U. I'm a UNT and Texas Christian University guy. I don't care about A and M. Which quarterback you trust more at this moment in time, the the goat or the MVP? Probably the MVP. He's because the personal issue, the personal issues probably don't take into effect. He's going with Aaron Rodgers. Tom Brady. Tom Brady's one dealing with a lot of shit. Okay. That is true. That is very true. But he right. should have stayed retired. He should have stayed retired. But he didn't. He did it. Was it worth it? I hope it was worth it, buddy. I hope it was worth it. All right. We're going to take a quick break here. And then we got our final thing to talk about for tonight. We're ready. P-Train Pipe Bomb Productions is now partnered with NFLShop.com. NFLShop.com, which is brought to you by Fanatics, brings you amazing team items like game day jerseys, hats, t-shirts, hoodies, team banners, and more. Check out the link below for great amazing everyday deals on NFLShop.com. All right. It's... Sticking with the topic at hand, here we go. Thursday night football. Baltimore Ravens, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Bay Bearman, you get first crack at Thursday night football. Uh, another Thursday night football. Okay, th seriously, there's the method right here. Th they're trying to torture us, for God's sake. Oh, for God, man. So who has the bigger problems, in your opinion? Baltimore or Tampa? Okay, so you're going to get a secondary that's bad, but then, you know, you know what? <laughs> if Mike Evans is really haunted by that catch, you know, imagine if Mike Evans takes that frustration against a bad uh, Baltimore secondary. Now, this game is in Tampa, right? This game is in South Florida. Is Tampa's defense still convincing? I mean, they only gave with 21 points, so. But they did get ran through, so. The offense, it's 50 uh, 50 right now. Yeah, Lamar Jackson versus Tom Brady. We got a team who finally won a close game for once in their damn season, and we got a team here where uh, nothing is going right. Offensive line beating up. We have Mike Evans dropping right of touchdown passes. He got Tom Brady throwing balls to the dirt. He ain't the goat right now. He's the dirt boy right now. You got John Harbaugh looking stupid at times because he's trying to figure out what the hell his offense is doing. And you got and you got Tom Bowles over here that's saying we got to get it together. Hey, Puzzle, what's good, man? What's good? Thank you for joining. Oh, boy, 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 boy. 
Well, for once, well, at least Al Michaels and uh, Kirk Hershey get to, get to see some superstars for once. That should be good, right? Mm-hmm. But, man, what's going to happen down in South Florida? You know, bare men, I don't know about you, but I'm leaving Tampa for some odd reason. I'm leaving Tampa. I don't know why. Yeah, me too. And don't you know? And imagine if Lamar Jackson is in a Tampa uniform next season. For some reason, I'm leaning towards the go and not action Jackson. I don't know why. I don't know what it is, but something says Tampa in this one. I mean, not so much that they're at home, but uh, something that says Tampa. It just says Tampa. You know what? I think it's the defense. I think the defense will make a mess of what took place in, in Charlotte. Well, they got no choice. I think and, Mike, and Mike Evans going against the worst secondary in the league? He better get it together. Either he, either he, oh, Lord. Um, John Harbaugh, keep an eye on your own number 24. I do mean Marcus Peters because. If Mike Evans don't abuse him, I got a feeling Chris Godwin might abuse him. Just saying. All right. Last Thursday night football. Uh, any final words, Batman, before we go? Nope. Nope. All right. You will see us again tomorrow for Barry Down the Great Iron. Another interesting week took place in college football. Yeah, we'll recap and then we'll preview the week ahead. And uh, I have good news, Bearman. I brought mm-hmm. good news. This is the final week for the AP poll to be used because starting November 1st, we get the college football rankings. Oh, very nice. So until tomorrow, that is the Bearman running through. Texas. I am the playmaker here in Jacksonville, Florida. We'll see y'all tomorrow. Have a wonderful evening. Goodbye. You've just experienced Arch Rivals Football Season 4. Click that like button and subscribe so you'll be notified when a new Arch episode is live on the air. Check out our sponsor links down below for everyday deals on Fanatics, NFLshop.com, and Points.com. Need merch? Check out www.paintrainpipebomb.threadless.com for quality merch at amazing prices. Tune in again next time for Arch.